0: You got the show. show, show, show.
1: Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show.
2: This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Rounder.
1: But it just goes to show, like, you have a talent, a proven talent, like Jonathan Taylor, and he's not worth a first round to any other team in the league right now either. Otherwise, they would have offered it.
2: Yeah. So, uh,
1: like... It, it's not
2: broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton Piers, Jim Rutledge
1: Matt Hamilton champion gosh I, it's been it's been a minute since Matt I was
3: able to win it, you needed to win, Matt. I did.
1: <laughs> Even after yesterday's stones that I just dominated, I still needed that win. Well, this Jack
3: wh- from Madison appreciates it as well. Shout out to Jack from Madison and getting that $50 Wait, North and South gift card. I do want to know
1: was I picked or was I.
3: Mm-hmm. No. I was. Uh- so actually, I did kind of lead Jim astray a little bit. The second caller, mm-hmm. he didn't actually pick Jim, the first caller picked Matt. Jack from Madison rode with Matt, and it's going to pay off for him. He's going to get that fifty dollars gift card. I'm so confused. Why wait, did so you? what happened? What do you mean what happened? He was the second caller. He got to pick who he wanted to participate, and he picked you, Matt. He was the second caller. Yeah, caller number five. Because I have to, I have to have caller number four. Wait, while I get oh, to the caller Oh, that's five.
1: right. Because we are going with Orr's number. I see. Yeah, well, there so you I was go. Picked, so yes, I was picked.
0: You were picked. Woo! You are Matt Hamilton, reviving. Your mm. reputation here.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, because I was all about the A people. So you're reviving
0: your <laughs> reputation
1: here. That's right, because I called my friend Josh <laughs> Duggan at Revive Restoration. He can't help me revive my reputation, but he can help me revive my home or business. My friend Phil came home on a Sunday to his house flooded with water. He started with the shop vac. Called our friend or texted our friend group and was like, guys, I don't know what to do. I said, put that shot back down. Go get yourself a Coors Light and chill. Because I know that our friends at Revive Pros can take care of you. You can go to RevivePros.com 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They have an emergency line. My friend Phil was able to submit his emergency, his flood That was taken care of in two days. He submitted on a Sunday. He had a dry basement ready to go, move forward into the future on the Tuesday afterwards. It was so fast, so convenient. You can't beat it. And if they take care of things like flooding, fire, smoke, mold remediation, asbestos removal, you name it, Revive Restoration can help you get back On track and back to normal as fast as possible. That's RevivePros.com. Tell them Jim and Matt sent you.
0: This is Rutledge and Hamilton. He's Matt Hamilton. Matt, I'm going to play a little game with you right now. Since you're feeling it, Mr.
1: Sports. Yes. Who is Ben Sims? Ben Sims. He is Ben Simmons' younger brother. Okay. And who is Zane Anderson? (laughs) I don't know Zane Anderson. I can't even come up with anything clever. They
0: are two new members of your Green Bay Packers. Uh, All right, so we cut it down to a 51-man roster so we could pick up two. They released other players, but Ben Sims, a tight end who I believe last played for the Vikings, and then Zane Anderson, a defensive back. Nice. And Anderson, most recently a member of the Buffalo Bills.
3: You sure he wasn't a surfer with a name like Zane Anderson? Sounds like he played for the Rams, catching those. Wings. He was an
0: undrafted free Chargers. agent, Chargers. An yeah. undrafted free agent who played for the Chiefs a couple years ago, and it uh, looks like Tariq Carpenter was moved to the practice squad for Anderson. I don't you know, know what the move was for Sims. Sims is the tight end.
1: These, I'm not sure about Sims, but it's definitely worked out for Goody in secondary and picking up guys that are cut slash practice squad kind of guys, like Razul Douglas came off Arizona's practice squad. Who knows? Maybe he found a guy who is going to be a great fit. Lord knows our secondary could use as much depth as possible right now, so I think that secondary pick's good. Zane, right? Secondary yeah. I would say that
0: if you're trying to project, Sims is the more interesting player. Uh, he's a prospect. He was brought in pre-draft for 2023. Uh, they couldn't land him as an undrafted free agent, so they wanted him then. And now they have room for him with Tyler Davis out with the ACL. So this is a young developmental player, which falls right in line with the Packers I mean, tight it ends. It
1: does, but we've got two developmental tight ends and an average guy that hey. I, that we Jose uh, Jose Deguara, Gua- De excuse me,
0: Josiah Josiah
1: Deguara, De Jose Deguara. <laughs> <Jose> De <Guara. laughs> I I, I am on, on a roll right now. Bullet bullet. You You're feeling it. Down. You're throwing name names d- out there just. But I just butchered that that was rough, but it doesn't not it doesn't take away from the point that the Packers tight end room is already a giant developmental learn how to play tight end 101 room right now anyway, so why would he go out and get a guy that is a project? We have two. We drafted two. because
0: that is what Packers are about developing tight ends. This is relative Hamilton <laughs> presented of course like.
2: You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts. Free on Wisconsin on Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. I got my head out this roof.
3: I'm blasting my favorite tones. Showing. You are exactly what I want. Kind of cool and kind of not. Nah. Want to give myself to you. Yeah, we're driving on the freeway at night. I only got one thing in the back of my mind. I'm feeling like this might be my time to shine with you, with you,
2: with you. I got my head out the sun. Rutledge
0: Hamilton live from the Everlight Solar Studio. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. If you missed the news... Matt and I are moving 4-6 to six starting on September 11th. And that means Brad Nortman, Bent Brust, and Kyle Wallace will take our time slot here in ESPN Madison. That's honestly the easiest way to explain it. Yeah. That we're, it's we're it's a little
1: convoluted. We're swapping spots with Brusty.
0: I don't know if I want to be swapping things with Brust. <laughs> do you think the 4-6 to six time slot is, like, unclean now? Yeah. We're going to have to
1: sanitize it? <laughs> No, I think we're going to fit in nicely. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey now. Hey now. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we're any better. I think we're uh, just as d- disgusting as Ben Bruston, just in our own
3: disgusting way. Speak for yourself, Matt. Come <laughs> on. <laughs>
1: Giannis, that's a good poet. Yeah. Jose Deguara.
3: Jose Deguara. Just give me,
1: uh, give me all the names. I will rattle them There's off.
0: There's a little you. bit of Ben in Matt Hamilton. There's also a little bit of Tarxala. Because Tark Sala would mess up names all the time as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> names are hard, man.
0: So, But not mess them up like say the wrong name for the wrong person. It would be butchering how you pronounce it. Yeah, something.
1: pronunciations but, are hard. Right. Yeah, for Not for Josiah
3: and getting it Jose.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I, I honestly think I'm giving that one more to just a brain fart.
3: Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll give you that one, Matt. All right,
1: let's throw some stones.
2: The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test.
1: That's some booty, Jeff. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
2: This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership.
3: So, guys, it is time to throw some stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton. I've been scrolling Twitter, X, whatever it's called nowadays, the internet, let's say. We're but just calling it Twitter. Call it All right, we're sticking with Twitter. But much like Matt, I have a brain fart from time to time where I'm on Twitter, <laughs> but I don't know what to make of anything. So it leaves me with a lot of questions, so I have an- looking for answers from Jim and Matt. I'll scroll those answers throughout, and at the end, we crown our winner of Throwing Stones. So, Guys, obviously, big news in the college football season coming up. Badgers, everyone's excited. Big Ten West, though, Nebraska also got a lot of exciting things going on on the volleyball court. Apparently, Nebraska plans to have the most attended women's sporting event of all time, possibly, as they're having a volleyball day, a doubleheader inside the football team's Memorial Stadium. That's today. They've sold over 90,000 tickets to this event, guys. So I ask you... If the Badgers had a volleyball game in Camp Randall, how many more fans would they have than than Nebraska? And would you guys attend? Jim, I'll go ahead and start with you. I'm gonna
0: borrow the phrase from our good friend Chris or Bucky by a billion. Everything Wisconsin does. I don't care if it's corn. We do everything better <laughs> than Nebraska. So obviously our volleyball team is better. Our fans are better. There is no number infinite. There is no number of how much better we would do as far as filling a stadium to watch the number one team in the country with former ESPN Madison intern Devin Robinson on the team as well. Number one. Uh, So, yeah, they're crushing.
1: I agree. Now, that said, I've played some uh, curling events in Omaha, Nebraska. They do love sports down in Omaha. They're a great Sports town, but unfortunately for them, so is Madison. Madison's turning up. They, I I love supporting like local sports, and especially when your sport team is just like borderline not even borderline, they're a dynasty. Wisconsin volleyball is a dynasty and it's running right now. What a time to be a Badger volleyball fan! Yes, we're crushing Nebraska.
3: But apparently Omaha is a good sports town. They are a good sports town. Really? Are you even trying to defend this take right now? Nothing comes close to Madison.
1: I I know. I just said if, if they're number two, Madison's number one. I'm just saying they're a good sports town, but they still can't compete.
3: Sounds like Matt is a Matt Rule fan. Apparently, he's in. A, apparently, he's, he's a got like Hester some now. sort
0: of uh, tour, like a deal with the Nebraska tourism. Uh, the Omaha oh, Board of Tourism. I did. Not anymore,
3: But I did. Wow. <laughs> Matt can be bought. That's all we know. Yeah. Um, and apparently, so can ads on Max, HBO Max. That is, uh, Max not going to be selling ads, but they are going to test out apparently CNN news alerts while users are watching movies and TV shows on the application. CNN, obviously partners with Max. I believe they're part of the same parent company, right? I, I it, it confuses me all, but Matt There's like four companies that own everything. Yeah, so, yeah. it's like Paramount, Showtime whatever it is, Disney, um, one of those. Matt, but I ask you are you going to be annoyed if you're trying to just watch a movie watch Batman and all of a sudden a news alert comes up saying that Batman can't save the city? Go ahead Matt I'll start with you.
1: No, <laughs> as long as it doesn't have spoilers for my movie like that <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't be too upset, I'm gonna be honest, I spend enough time now on my phone, I am used to notifications and completely ignoring said notification. Ignoring another notification is not even gonna be something that's gonna phase me. It doesn't bother me at all. I understand some people are gonna be bothered by this, I won't even notice it happened. So, 0% chance that I would even notice this or it would bother me.
0: Uh, This is going to drive me insane. I don't have notifications on (laughs) in my phone, but you're going to watch a movie and you're doing that or a show or content on Max to check out. Yep. You are checking out mentally. Yeah. You do not want or
3: plug out. Plug out. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You do not want a notification in there. I mean, as long as you can turn them off, that's fine. But in no world. So I am dead serious. I do would not Would that watch. like
1: ruin your movie experience? It would be super oh. annoying. Yeah, I like because
0: I like to go all in on a movie. I like to give myself I to the movie. Immers myself. Yeah, yes, no I fair. Do. Fair. And so, like if I'm watching a if I'm watching a live event like sports or anything like that, I am multiple devices. Yeah. But if I'm watching a movie or a show, I'm in. I don't want to be distracted. I want to be paying attention to it. I'm in. I don't want something popping up at the bottom. I don't need that much information at that time. I'm choosing not to get the information. And I don't want like. Who th- who wants this? I mean, I get I don't uh, I honestly and I have Hulu at home. I couldn't tell you how to even find a cable news channel. Like I, I don't I, I don't watch any of them. There's no point for them. I don't know what people like people who don't have jobs or lives are the only ones that are watching or consuming cable news regularly because whatever news you do need, it's there's the internet and you yep. can just find it. At, like but you socia- can
1: find whatever news you want to find on the internet. It, but you can go.
3: <laughs> to like, news will find you.
0: <laughs> but like you can go to like the associatedpress.com, You could go to like normal, non-insane sites and be fine. So cable news uh, across makes me the board long
1: for the days that because I used to get the paper,
0: <laughs> right? Honestly, like I'm with. <laughs> I had to take. I was driving in the other day, or actually today, and I thought everyone loves to blame the internet or your phone for the downfall yep. of, you know, where we've gone in this country for the last ten years. Here's what it is. Television. Think of why do you think we have a problem. You can tie it back to one person who was on TV a ton. TV is the problem. And nonstop TV is the problem. It goes all the way back to O.J. Simpson with the... (laughs) No, it does. It goes back to O.J. Simpson with the car chase. Okay, yeah. And they needed to fill content... And they created all these cable news stations to fill content all the time. So now you fill content all the time. Then you had game shows on NBC that put a buffoon on TV, and then
3: <laughs> the rest is history. So how are you guys going to feel if you're watching Batman and then all of a sudden a live car chase comes up in the bottom right of the screen? Pass. <laughs> it might no be a thank little you. distracting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now probably not the movie theater experience you were hoping for, but obviously I mentioned it a couple times now. College football coming up this week. One of my favorite things about college football are NIL deals. How wacky, how zany they can possibly be. And I don't know if you've heard of this quarterback out of Oklahoma, guys. You guys thought maybe – Matt thought maybe Oklahoma was in the top (laughs) ten. Not top ten ranked Oklahoma, but top ten ranked NIL deal. Quarterback who's named General Booty—that is his real name, Get General out. Space Booty. Oh well, well, my Matt, gosh, that's, that's your new this. favorite. Let's can yes. we remind
0: Matt that that is his favorite Gener- player yes, in, yeah. in college football? Gone for We forward. got it
3: for him. And if it is his favorite player, he'll go ahead and buy one of the new pieces of apparel in General Booty's underwear collection. He just released <laughs> his new own underwear connection It says Rockham. Rock'em as in Rock'em. I think think that's an Oklahoma Sooners saying. I'm not totally sure. That's on the waistband. And then right on, well, the booty, it just says in all caps, booty. So I ask you guys, is this your favorite NIL deal to date? Or Matt, if you had your own NIL deal as a curler, what would you do? Go ahead. Oh, man.
1: Um, If I got my own NIL deal, I would definitely have a deal with like Swiffer. Because Ooh. what they, I don't know what they, they do, like, check. check out during every four years for two weeks during the Olympics and don't notice the guys playing the game with literally glorified Swiffers on ice <laughs> literally for three hours in one game. I play nine of them and then around Robin, that's like 30 hours of curling and you didn't notice? Like, come on, Swiffer, you're dropping the ball as much as I am by getting fourth. But yeah, Swiffer would be, and this guy—it's too good. It's too general good. general booty. Yeah, and it, here's the, the thing: his underwear is for general booties everywhere. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jim, what's your take?
0: Um, that's an amazing one. I don't think I can really argue with it, but I would say that Bijan Robinson yeah. had a
3: Dijon mustard, which was pretty good <laughs> as well. Did you Did you know what the name is? Do you remember what it was? No. It was Bijan Mustardson. That was the name that's of his Tijon really mustard.
0: That's really Dijon good.
3: mustard. <laughs> I mean, it's corny as all heck. Corny as all get out. But, I mean, that's that's incredible. He otherwise, still has it, too.
0: Otherwise, and these folks are with our friends over at Frank Vicker, but um, Jim Rutledge, the distiller, is uh, Kentucky Ooh. straight bourbon. Uh, he has, it's called Blue Run. And that's uh, going to be uh, one that's worth the Molson Coors folks. They kind of teamed up with the, the Coors Light. Uh, team there, Coors has got their five trail, everything like that. I would say Jim Rutledge and his Kentucky bourbon would be one of the NIL deal. But it makes sense. I'm Jim Rutledge. Yeah. People like me.
3: I don't think so. like us enough that we're going four to six. <laughs> That's true. That's people true. People like one
1: of us enough that we're
3: going four to six. <laughs> people do like you, Jim. And though I don't know if they like you as much as Matt apparently likes Omaha, Nebraska, which is why Jim. Oh, You're the winner of today's Throwing Stones. You are... I will not take any, any Cornhusker love on this show. Nebraska's four the Four to six, worst. two to four, doesn't matter.
1: They're in Lincoln. I said Omaha. That's, That's like Creighton country. He said Same Nebraska. State. He's talking about the state in general. Oh, my gosh. The whole gosh, state. Ryan
0: corn is One
3: step forward, two steps back every day on this show. It might as well be Nebraska state for all I care. <laughs>
2: oh, my gosh. This is Animal Hamilton presented by Cornhusker's Life. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter, at Jim and Matt. Because I love you.
0: Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We're moving starting on September 11th. We are going to be on four to six. And that means Ben Brust and Brad Nortman and Kyle Wallace are taking our time slot. That's the easiest way to describe it. Yes. We are now
1: the four to six. Well, not now. I mean, a couple. Well, yeah, sometime. but like it's official.
0: Yes, it we is officially it. official. We knew this for a little bit. We're excited about it. Hopefully most of you will be able to continue listening to us, but we are Apple, Spotify, Wisconsin, the man, any of those great places. So if you do love the show and you can't listen live, you still can listen back at that time. So lots lots to be excited about here on ESPN Madison. Brad Norton will be uh, obviously a good addition to everything we have going on as well. And then there's uh, Canty Cohen and Smallman as well. That will be a morning show 5 to 9. The Evan Cohen part of it. He is a UW-Madison alum. So Evan is a guy that went here. He knows what the Badgers mean to fans. He knows what the Packers means to fans. So uh, that will be really fun to have him on in the morning as well. That actually starts on uh, Monday, but the rest of it starts on September 11th. I do want to get back to Taylor and the Badgers, and we got to give some love to our friend Sadler of Pat McAfee fame because Sadler had this to say just about a week ago. Here, No, it's
2: it's not. not.
0: Let's
1: go to the phones. Let's go to uh, Sadler in Alabama. Sadler, what's going on, pal? Cool, man. I'm doing great. I live in Alabama, but I'm in Madison, Wisconsin. Hell yeah. Love that, Sadler. What do you want to talk about, brother? Jonathan Taylor's trade. Where's he going? Good. Green Bay Packers! Whoa, Sadler! Yeah. Maybe the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, Jonathan Taylor, Jordan Love. Uh, now we're talking about an old-school football team. <laughs> uh,
0: hey, Sadler <laughs> man, was right.
1: Calling it! I can't believe it! Hey, man. Good call. Hey, we recognize when people are right and when they're wrong. We typically really recognize when people are wrong, but this is just an homage to Pointing out people when they're right and correct. So Sadler, good call on that. I, I, still I can't even imagine that Goody made this call in the first place. But here we are. Like that was the one, the one guy, the one time when a really great player is available in the NFL that I was like, Packers don't need to go for that. Like outside of quarterback for the last thirty years, I've been intrigued by every free agent available for the Packers, but the Packers just don't do it. And now you're telling me, at running back, the one spot that I'm like, we're good, Goody was like, hey, kicking the tires on old Jonathan Taylor, like, yeah, maybe we can make this work out. Probably lowballed him, offered him like a fourth rounder, and the rest of his like chicken sandwich from lunch. I don't think they lowballed. I do think they were thinking, hey, we might be able to... No, the Packers were absolutely taking advantage of the current landscape for running backs. No way... They didn't give them a – like, if they offered them a second rounder, I don't think the Colts were just straight up saying no. There would have been no oh. n- negotiation. No, they already said no to a second rounder from the Dolphins. So, I, I mean,
0: the Colts had outsourced expectations. I don't think the Packers threw I, – I, I, I forget that the,
1: the Colts, like, don't want to pay him like a first rounder, I, but I they demand think, yeah. a first yes. rounder in return. I
0: don't think the Packers threw chicken scratch at him. But I do think that they obviously threw an offer that they were super comfortable about, which was probably something along the lines of maybe a second and third rounder, or a second and fourth rounder, or a second rounder this year, and a third rounder the following year. And then they would have obviously moved Aaron Jones. So they could have come out as a wash. Like In theory, you would have traded essentially Aaron Jones not to the Colts, but you would have traded Aaron Jones and like a third and fourth rounder for
1: Taylor. Which it's interesting would have been great. If, Like a little later, say this was happening... And I know, obviously, beginning of the season, yep. situational. But if this was happening later, and say, six weeks into the season, Jordan Love looks great. You think he's the guy? Maybe not quite as concerned about that second first rounder. Not really thinking you might have to lump them together to move up in the draft. Jonathan Taylor for the Jets pick. If you think the Jets are going to be good, that's a late first rounder. I guess I wouldn't have hated it. would trade would've... away the Jets pick for it. Once you're yeah. sure that Jordan loves the guy, because the only reason that's, you that's, hold on to that pick, is, so like that's what I mean. A, like, I think it's the same
0: reason why the Bears didn't go all in on Taylor. They're rumored to be at least kicking the tires on Taylor. I think they want to hold, uh, keep the powder dry, and keep their two first-round picks, because I think they feel good about Justin Fields, but not good enough to be like, married to. Right,
1: exactly. I think like, the Packers that's, that's are like... That's kind of where they. I feel like they could have been, because if they were married to Jordan Love, if they truly believe that Jordan Love was the guy of the future and they wouldn't have to worry about quarterback for a little bit, they, per, they what's the only value is you'd probably get another lineman to protect Jordan Love, but I wouldn't hate getting another skill position like running back because, believe it or not, running backs it, it, that provide just as much protection as a good offensive lineman. That guy – you give him the ball, and he can get you yards, right? That's going to det- that's gonna take attention away from Jordan Love. So, like, they're just as useful as at getting protection for your quarterback. So, I...
0: For me, an elite running back, which is what Taylor is, and I, I think Jones is a tick below, that can make a difference. There's maybe... Well, I just
1: think he's below... I mean, you like Chris Orr said, like, Taylor's a bell cow.
0: There's only, like, three elite running backs. I would go with Saquon, Taylor, and maybe, I guess, Derrick Henry.
3: And Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. So McCaffrey?
1: I actually wouldn't put Henry on there. I'd put McCaffrey on
0: there.
3: Yeah. I think he's definitely. I won. think
1: that's a disservice to Derrick Henry. Henry's
3: <laughs> just, he doesn't affect the passing game. He doesn't receive the ball as well as other guys do, like McCaffrey, even like Taylor does, even like Aaron Jones does to an extent. I think that's, that's something you got to factor in now when you're paying running backs. Well, because
0: here, I mean, Matt, there's a difference between, like, the last two years. Like, so last year, he averaged four yards a carry for 1,500 yards and 13 touchdowns, Henry, and not much in the passing game. Like, right. I would say in 2020 and 2019, he was unquestionably there because he had 2,000 yards in 2020, 1,500 yards in uh, 19, averaged more than five yards a carry both those years, and it had 17 and 16 touchdowns. Like, that was when he was truly elite. Now he's more cl- I think he's close to Aaron Jones as far as overall impact on a team. Interesting. Well, I mean, we,
1: we're missing a couple of key guys. Some of the best running backs from the last year were... Your Nick Chubb's, your Josh Jacobs. Chubb definitely
0: around, but I, I still don't. I, I think it's Barkley, McCaffrey, and um, where's Barkley coming from? Barkley Bark- hasn't done
3: anything since his rookie year. If it wasn't for injury, he would probably be in that McCaffrey tier. I he think. could be. I think, but, but like he had injury yeah. in that in his
1: second year, and he hasn't really played football since. He's kind of being or he, he played last year, but he wasn't. He was. So it was his best
0: year. He ran for thirteen hundred yards, caught the ball out of the backfield, scoring ten touchdowns, caught sixty passes.
1: He did catch a lot Killed of the Packers. And he did he catch a the lot. He was the reason
0: why uh, they that Daniel Jones was so... Effective? Yeah. yeah. Now, before that, you're right. He had back-to-back injured seasons in 20 mm-hmm. and 21. But last year was arguably his best year in the NFL. Yeah. For Saquon Barkley. And it was elite, and he was the reason why they were winning football games so, even more yeah. than Jones.
1: So we got... Okay. Okay. I see, I see what you're saying, though. Like, outside of those elite game-changing backs, which... Are we all in agreement that Taylor is?
0: Yep, yeah. and McCaffrey for sure. I think those two are – maybe it's just those two. I don't put Chubb there yet. I can, I can make a case for Barkley not being there. I'm not adding more people. When I talk about elite, I'm not trying to add more to the pile.
3: Yeah, those guys who you could see as like being all-decade type players. It really does feel like McCaffrey is there, like, and I think this, Taylor went like All, all pro and pro
0: bowl. Yeah, but Like McCaffrey exactly. and Taylor are all pro. The other guys are all pro bowls.
3: Exactly, yes.
0: Let's hear Goody, because he talked about this Taylor rumor. First of all, I can't talk about players on other teams. Um, We try to be in every conversation. Um, So, um, you know, um, anytime we have good players available to us,
2: we'd like to make the Green Bay Packers better and uh, we'll look at those opportunities.
0: Wow. So that. Oh, nothing from Goody. Oh, no, there's something there. I say, like, by the fact he says, I can't play it again. Because I think he's saying, like, I can't tell you we did what we did.
2: Out. First of all, I can't talk about players on other teams. Um, we try to be in every conversation.
0: Um, so That's why they laugh. We try to be um, in every conversation. You know, um, Anytime we have good players available to us, we'd like to make the Green Bay Packers better. And uh, we'll look at those. That's the most you can
3: say. So he, I think he just acknowledged that they were in on it. I think it's well acknowledged that they were in on it. It's just the question of how in I think were they, they actually. Laughed.
1: I think they laughed when they were like, Whenever somebody's available, we like to be in conversations. It's, yeah, literally the last four years, the Packers are in every conversation and, they're number two. That's and fair. are number two. So I was like, that's why they're laughing, because once again, Packers fall short in a potential pickup of a superstar player. It was like, you know, call the news, call Jason Wildy. sky blue, grass green, Packers didn't quite get the guy they were looking for. It was like. Uh, that, that's not shocking. I'll agree with you on that. I <laughs> okay. guess I was more saying that Goody told
0: us that he was in on Taylor without telling us he was in on Taylor. Like, he was not giving you nothing. Right. Because okay, you're right. I guess he wasn't was totally He was nothing. indicating, like, now look, I'll give you this. Probably want to, he was probably looking for credit because everyone says, oh, the progress don't go for anything. He's like, well, at least we, we tried. <laughs> He's fishing a little bit. Yeah, like, hey, give me, give me some credit. I at least tried.
1: Give <laughs> for you, Goody. Way to kick the tires. Give him a cookie. Sure, Goody can have a cookie.
2: The media liked it. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts. Free on Wisconsin on demand and wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Jose, uh, Jose de, Gua- de Guara, excuse me. Josiah. Josiah de Guara. Jose, uh, Jose de, Gua- de Guara, excuse me. Josiah. Josiah de, Josiah de Guara. Jose, <laughs> <laughs> taking another couple steps back, bunk. <laughs> you are just getting one step forward, multiple steps back. Look, I'm just trying to hold you accountable, Matt. <laughs> oh, my God. Matt
0: Hamilton, that's accountability slapping you in the face. Yeah, I have ah. a feeling
1: we're going to use that one a lot moving forward.
0: Care, competence, and clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. As an independent, fee-based firm specialized in customized investment portfolio management, tax-aware wealth planning, and personalized client service, Canopy Wealth Management will help you along your financial journey. Go to Canopy. Dashwealth.com to start your journey with them today. He's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Matt Braylon Allen, Mel Kiper is ranked the top five in every position going into the 2024 draft. So before college football season officially gets on, it was Week Zero last week. Where do you think Braylon Allen is in the running back rankings?
1: Um, I would like I'd like to see him better than three. So I will say just, I'll say three. He is four. Okay. So,
0: and not I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not going, here's the weirder part. He's fourth in the Big Ten. I mean, he's fourth overall, but fourth in the Big Ten. I'm not an expert on who these players are. So, But Travion Henderson, running back Ohio State, is number one. Two Michigan running backs are in front of him. Now, again, this is not how you rank as a football player. It is how you project to the NFL. Right, I think Braylon can climb up this list with a higher yards per carry. We talked about this before. Braylon Allen to truly catapult up this list needs to be closer to six yards per carry. Like that is elite numbers. But you have Blake Corum from Michigan and Donovan Edwards from Michigan in front of Braylon Allen. He's in front of Trey Benson from Florida State and Audric
3: Estime. From Estime, from Estime. thank you from Notre Dame. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. Uh, estimate. That's
0: just estimate. estimating how to say his name.
3: Should have put that one in front
0: of Matt Hamilton. I would have almost pulled
1: a Hamilton there. I mean, thanks for having us back, Ryan. <laughs> Don't worry. That's what I'm here for, guys. That's the official song
0: for today's show with Ryan Wollershawn being the producer. There's a tear in my beer. My Coors Light. Yeah. Matt oh. Hamilton crying over here. Uh, if you are new or you're just tuning in right now as you're getting closer to tuning in to Scalzo and Brust, Tough Cookies. Starting on September 11th, it will be Rutledge and Hamilton at 4 to six. Brad Nortman, Kyle Wallace, Ben Brust will be two to four here in Madison. That's the simplest way to explain what's happening. So Matt and I will be taking you home. We need to get that song. Was it Take Me Home tonight? Maybe that needs to be part Take of. Me uh, home tonight? Maybe that should be our last song on a Friday. I know we want to. We have some ideas for you know, Friday like music. Love? I on. do, but it's a
3: great song.
0: Take Me Home tonight. Kind of works. Maybe could, we do it on. I mean,
1: that it, it could fit in any a lot of places. Maybe it just. Maybe that's our thirty-second.
0: Get out. Oh, take me home, home tonight. tonight.
1: You know? Kind of like at the end of the night when they play like hit the road jack yeah, yeah, at the bar go. or something. Go. So let's turn it off. I like be our Matt, song. Matt might be, be our on song.
0: yeah, Matt might be on I like that. Remember that, Ryan. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I think I said I'm not going to neither remind. Neither <laughs> remind And now Ryan. the problem was we would say it to Alex Strofe and then. Whoosh, gone. He, didn't he already even hear it. Yeah. yeah. He already I, forgot so it. So we're counting on you, Ryan to to be the memory of the show. Because right. Matt and I ain't it, mm-hmm. but Eddie Money, what a what an '80s rock and roll name! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you have a little, and I mean it's as a compliment. You got a little bit of Eddie Money look to you because he had <laughs> now you don't have the mullet, but he kind of had the the kind of the long hair, but it was a little bit mullet ish. Uh, you could go like you could pull off Eddie Money look, and I mean it's a compliment. Like Eddie Money, I mean, just what an '80s legend! Right. Yeah, I mean, what a name! <laughs>
1: I mean. The name like Eddie Money, you
0: to be good at what you're doing. Right? But, like, he was just, like, he had, like, four hits. But, like, they were <laughs> hits. They were jams. So, I mean, Matt, are you ever, Knee slappers. as we are wrapping up the, the show here, I mean, we'll get to Braylon Allen. I mean, it's whatever. He'll, he'll go up the list or he won't. I mean, I hope he gets drafted in the first three rounds, and that's a win for him in the NFL with running backs nowadays. Like, right. He's not B. John Robinson. Maybe he will be going for. Maybe this new offense will unlock him. But to the 80s. When you watch, like, a music video or a live performance from the 80s, I don't know about you, but every time I'm like, what an era.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, every (laughs) time I get Rickrolled and have to watch Rick Astley sing uh, whatever that song is. Uh, Never Gonna Give You Up. Yeah, Never Gonna Give You Up. Yes. I mean, you're reminded. Just this style. Yes. Pleated Pants. Come on. I mean, there's so much.
3: So much. But the music videos are always in black and white, right, guys? <laughs> I mean that's the thing. They had all these vibrant colors, but all washed out in the black and white music video. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah I wish eighties style would come back because imagine seeing that shot in HD, like four K shooting of it and be able to watch it in four K. Like nice. Now the one thing that I I'm glad I don't want to have to wear pants as tight as they were in the eighties because those were tight.
1: I mean, it was like both sides of it. Like I'm, I'm thinking, of like the Rick Astley pants; those are like baggy. Well, there's pleated. the MC
0: Hammer pants as well. So it's yeah. like the rock
1: guy. Like well, there's you're, was you're either pop. hair metal yeah. or like glam rock, yeah. And you wore tight pants, or so you're like music. everyone else in the '80s. Would you give it a thumbs up or thumbs down? '80s music? Yeah. Ooh, I think in general, I kind of gotta go thumbs down. '70s was the the era for music. We're not saying one. I'm saying, did you... I think, I think 80s music is... It's and just so... Following the 70s, it's a thumbs down, bro. It, it, it's it's just a thumbs down. I could have bet a million dollars
0: that was going to be your take. I think 90s is the worst for rock. I would probably agree with that. I think 80s... Other than the grunge, yeah, the grunge era, happening. But, like, but 80s, here's what. It was so unique in its extravagance. They're all reactions to each other. The 70s was more gritty and dirty. And then the 80s go, boom, huge. And then the 90s come in with grunge... And then since the 90s, like, rock music, country music, it's all blended. Rap, it's all been kind of turned into crap. And now it's only, like, independent music you can really enjoy. Because the rest has been kind of turned into, like, some homogenous.
1: But I'm man. not, not going to sit here and, like, toot the 80s music horn that it was, like, good. It was, it was different. I think it was better than the 90s. Uh, yeah, and I'll give you that one. It, the 70s the, is the king of rock and roll era. I'm talking music in general.
0: Well, music in general. Yeah. 70s. I will go, I'll give you 70s rock and roll, I will give you 90s hip-hop, and 80s for extravagance.
1: You know what, and everything that I think th- about hip-hop too, 80s is the worst. I'll 80s g- hip-hop, yes, I'll give you that. Or no, 80s period. 80s music is not as good as the 90s now because that invented hip-hop. But the 90s.
0: No, 80s invented hip-hop.
1: Okay, it invented it, but it, what blew it up and made it what it is now is all the 90s Yeah, but, Matt, 90s but Matt, now
0: you're a little bit ignorant. Everything they used in the 90s for the beat was copied from the 80s. Like, I all mean, the hooks, all the songs. Yeah, like, honestly, sense. you're making that's a how, case. That's how music making, like evolves. Yeah, but you're making the case for the 80s because 90s hip-hop heavily sampled all 80s music.
1: 90s is fine. 70s is goaded. 80s is booty. 90s is trash. 80s is gold. This booty. is Roger Hamilton.
0: presented by a Light. like,
1: we'll see you later.